tonight. I lie awake and this man is... is burning. Every waking moment he haunts me. He's coming. I know he's coming. I see someone else. In the fog. By the lake. And he's holding something. Who is he? Then turn pookie out here. No cool niggas, it's just goofies out here. I mean, niggas is eating pork wearing koofies out here. Through it all, stood tall, goofy out here. Ten toes down, I'm on two feet out here. Truthfully out here, I'll be toothly out here. Getting fly, no bullshit, I'm the two three out here. From Jordan's, you ain't see. Shout out to Carolina, to all baby me's. I see all you Harrowminas. Mixtape three peats, I fade away at the go go. With girls that'll spread their legs open for a logo. Hey, check out the swag, yo, I walk like a ball player. To the locker room, I'm back to cockatoom. Toast to all you niggas that was talking cockatoom. We on a different flow, we ain't sending vodka to him. The shots that we giving make you send a doctor to him. Betty say ah when it block a block a tomb. Now he in an awkward room trying to lock a goon. Like the shooter had a hood on, might have been Dr. Doom. Sounded like a fifth or a nine, couldn't tell her. All of a sudden thunder, it might have been hoodie mellow. You saw if it's putting jello, would come to your hood and hello. Waving at everybody, ain't trying to be putting jello. All I know is that the Lambo look good in yellow and i'll be swerving potholes in every hood and ghetto lame nigga swerve i lame nigga swerve it's been 10 years and you the same nigga swerve i just gotta keep on keeping on but i'm not gonna be the one you keep on sleeping on this verse right here be your worst nightmare i just laugh at you niggas then come after you niggas freddy Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new Beats, Brews, and Points of View <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 104. Uh, I'm your host, Neil Richter. Uh, sitting across from me is my partner in podcasting, Eman Bates. Ha, ha, ha. The PIP. <laughs> that is me. And we are here for episode 105. Four. Uh, four. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. Um, thanks for being here. I am mad hot and sweaty in this onesie that I'm wearing. This You're Jack mad Skellington hot and sweaty. <laughs> Doc, I had to do Yumacon. Y- Yamakan this year, by the way. I found out it's Yamakan, not Yumakan. So I've been saying that wrong for the past like seven years. <laughs> but still, like, so I went to Yamakan this year, man. And uh, shout out, shout out to shout out to Yamakan. I'm glad that festival season's back, where or co- convention season's back, where people can be gathering around. Like we were at a TCF Center and then the Renaissance Center, and I rocked my Homelander costume, mm-hmm. right? And it was also raining most of the fucking time downtown Detroit. So I had sweatpants on under it, but then we were sitting in a bunch of like uh like seminars and stuff like not seminar, but what do you call them? Panels and a bunch of yeah. stuff like that. And I forgot how long some of these panels are. And I'm sitting there, there's a bunch of motherfuckers in there, and I'm like hot as shit. I'm yeah, like, oh yeah. This is the worst. Like being wearing a onesie <laughs> when you're hot. Oh my yeah, God. it's terrible, though. It fucking sucks. <laughs> um, what kind of did they have any like big name uh people that were there? Uh the Black Ranger, uh from Power Rangers. I saw. Oh, shit, I, got, I got to see him <laughs> for a minute. Oh, that's uh, tight. I know his middle name is Emmanuel. Uh, clearly, that's why I know his middle name. But uh-huh. uh, I think it's like Thomas Emmanuel or something. But it was him. Uh, 
It's nobody super huge. I know like Sam Winchester was there one year because he does the voice of Red Hood. Okay. But Yamakon's always a great time, man. Shout out to Mark Cooper, by the way, too, who I got a chance to saw perform. And then Mike Jack, who I who also performed that night. I didn't Hell get to yeah. check his set out, but I know I saw him at Zofine earlier this year. You know, got yeah. the Mirage in them. Yep. Uh yeah, man. Uh the costume con the costumes were on point. I saw like this Mecha Sonic that was really dope. That's right. Uh I saw that. It was it was a lot of dope costumes, man. It was a, like I love when people come out and just the creativity of people and stuff like that that can put some of this stuff together, like to have that time was like, yeah, I'm gonna draft up like this whole ordeal together like one of these guys from uh one of these video games i love called uh demon or monster hunter uh-huh. uh he had this whole big ass like setup dude it had to be at least like i would say probably three months putting that costume together uh-huh. there's no way in hell that was like some like two week job. Some of the like stuff that. is super elaborate, and then, like the it's different body elaborate. paints and stuff, and yeah. face paints and all that. And it was highly entertaining watching you try to do your white boy hair today in the mirror. The fucking the blonde I wig. Get how y'all, I don't get how y'all like <laughs> wear this shit. Like for real. Like like if you go on my Instagram right now, like I got on my costume with my Homelander costume, right? I cannot get the hair right to save my life. I bought all the gel. I tried to like slick it back. I'm like, how the fuck do y'all do this shit? Like for real. Like I can. Not, I honestly, I don't think I could be white if I tried just with the hair. Like it's, it's just way too much maintenance, Doug. Like what the fuck? Yeah, it was super. I tried, like I tried to pull up like the greaser, like stand like right there, like. <laughs> oh, shout <out> Eric. <laughs> pull that shit up. <laughs> All right, man. But how's uh, how's how's the weekend between you, man? Dude, it's been a good weekend. I'm actually excited that we have. Uh, this is like the first episode we've had in a while without any guests on it. So it's fun just to kind of be able to kick it and chop it up with you and not have to worry about an interview or anything. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. Hey, does Comic-Con come here, too? Because, man, that's got me thinking. I would there's, love to take my nephews. There's Motor like City right Comic-Con now. over at the Suburban Showplace in Novi, I know. When does, do you know when the time of year it's that somewhere is? Somewhere in summer. Somewhere in it's summer? It's like May, June, or something like that. I'll take them this yeah. summer. That'd be sweet. Yamakon's dope, though. Like, yeah. I would highly recommend Yamakon. Like, I'm wearing my badge right now still for my weekend pass. Mm-hmm. I'm really sad to see, you know, the weekend's over, but yeah, yeah, man, it's it's fun. But yeah, I would definitely recommend. Like, he would love some a, a Comic Con or Yuma Con. Hell yeah! And then there's another one too. It's like Doki Doki Con or something like that, which is in Kalamazoo. Okay, which I, I just found out about. All right, and Colossus Con in, in Ohio. So gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways, to start the podcast off, that was um, Freddy versus Jason by Jadakiss and Fabulous. Off of their project from 2017, Freddy vs. Jason. Or no, actually, I'm sorry. It's called Friday on Elm Street, um, the name of the project. Um, but yeah, that's a, a that's kind of a slept-on project. It was uh, Actually, I guess it was kind of big at the time in 2017. But man, that, that whole album is really good. I mean, it's big for hip-hop heads, but it's yeah. not big for like the mass audience. Right. And way. I guess it was before Jadakiss had his resurgence, like a re-blow-up, <laughs> the, the second uh, chapter of his life. You know what I'm saying? Is is that is is it a second chapter right now? Totally, yeah, bro. Are we, are like we a, approaching the second chapter? Oh, for sure. He's like I he's like, like the hottest shit moving in New York right now. I still. feel like <laughs> we're approaching that. I feel like Jadakiss is gonna have like that Royce or that Run the Jewel or Killer Mike yeah, specifically. He definitely, that is. Run the Jewel moment where it's just like, yeah, I've been in this for a while, and y'all are just hearing about. I mean, well, it's a little bit different story because he had a why he had a. Kiss of Death was a huge. Fucking oh yeah, album, I mean he was but, really. Yeah. I mean, and the locks were big and shit, but every, but like now it's like. I feel like that's what my favorite part about Versus is. It's like 
giving like these young kids fresh ears on some of the legacy acts and stuff, and so it's kind of bringing them back. That's into why the I was limelight. happy to hear like people like Teddy Riley or the Isleys mm-hmm. or Earth, Wind and Fire or uh, you know who else like o- other OG acts that's been doing. Dude, they got to like give that. us Nas versus Jay Z, man. Like that would be so fucking monumental for hip hop if they did that shit. Like that would just be so tight. I really <laughs> Nas and Jay Z would be cool. I was thinking about like Dream versus. I would really like to see a Wale Big Sean one too. That would be hard, yeah. dude. That would be hard. I think like yeah, that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Like just like blo- and then also, I actually had a question for you too. Um who do you think takes that fourth spot on the blog era of Mount Rushmore? So you got Kendrick, J. Cole, Drake. Who do you think takes that fourth spot? For me it's Wale. For me it's Wale because I feel really? like yeah, Wale's been the most consistent. Wale or Big Crit? Um, because big, big, neither of them are like as big as Big Sean, but for me, the consistency, the consistency in the music for Big, Big Crit and Wale has been there more so than it has for Big Sean. Big Sean, I mean, we talk about it all the time how he's hit or miss. I mean, lately he's been more hit than miss, and I'll definitely give him that. Like I really enjoyed. Like we'll get to it later. I really enjoyed the new. Hit Boy, the little EP they put out or whatever, and the last album that was done by Hit Boy was phenomenal. Was the whole the whole album was done by Hit Boy, right? Right? Yeah, the Hit Boy, that EP. No, the the la- last Big Sean album, Detroit Two. Oh, not the whole album. No. It wasn't the whole not album. Not the whole album. Okay, I thought it was. I thought Hit Boy did that. I thought he did the. He did their most recent EP, which we're gonna talk about. Yeah, probably, yeah, for but... sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I I think for me it is like Wale. I, we we touched on it a little bit. Like I, I think Florent Florent Two is just like. It's just some of his best work, dude. Like, he's so good at crafting, like, real good songs. Not just verses, not just a hook. Like, the whole package is always there with Wale. I was thinking, so, Wale is definitely on that list for me. I think the fourth spot would go to a Nicki Minaj, unfortunately. Like, oh. not, 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 when I say unfortunately, fuck no. Fuck no. Of course I'm not saying unfortunately. I fucking <laughs> love Nicki Minaj. I'm not saying that. No, I honestly think that, like, just for the hype and then, like, the, what she has achieved as like yeah. an artist, for instance, and then she has that co following. She has, you know, mixtape success, mainstream success, like fucking cultural influence success. Like you still got like people calling herself the Barb's out there. Oh yeah. Well like, I mean but it's definitely she's I was, she's definitely bigger. I would than say all that. Of I, I mean there's an argument for Tyler too, to be honest with you, in that aspect. Because yeah, he's I around mean, that same time. Yeah, but so, he's, like, I don't put him in the same category as the rest of those guys. Those that's guys why it's like, hard. Yeah, that's you know why I'm mean? like I mean like he came around the same time, but it's like he, he had to, he took a different trajectory yeah. almost in a way. But me personally, I would say Nikki. Yeah, as that fourth spot. Yeah, I, I I see where you're coming from. She's definitely the most successful out of all those people we mentioned. Wale has given us 13 mixtapes and seven albums of like all of it's good. Like I don't, there's not like a bad project. Like, this, don't so. get me wrong, I'm not bumping super bass on the reg by any means. True, but yeah, that's <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> however, <laughs> there is a lot of shit from Nicki Minaj. I could, it, it, me as like a a male could go mm. back to and be like, yeah, that shit was alright. Super so. bass, dude. That that actually makes me. We do have to plan and do this episode. I want to do an episode. Like I know we don't like to talk a lot of shit about other artists and stuff, but we need to do an episode of some of the worst hip hop songs that ever existed and worst like 
like one-liners that we let slide because they're artists, you know, that we like. But we're like, wait a minute, that shit was a little I, trash. I, I know. I mean, I know a few. I mean, oh, there's, we there's know one a few. from one of my favorite artists and one of your favorite sure, artists. Biggie's got time. a couple. That's that's <laughs> what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Biggie's got a couple. Drake's got a couple. What, what, did, what? Big, what did Biggie say? Girl, you look so good. I suck on your daddy's I'll dick. You, I'll suck your dad's dick to get the recipe. Did he say? He didn't say to get the recipe. <laughs> I thought he said I would suck your dad's dick to get no, the recipe. No, he says you look so good. I'd suck on your daddy's dick. I never felt that way in my life. <laughs> um no but uh Drake Drake has one on one of the biggest songs that he ever was on last name ever first name greatest like a sprain ankle boy ain't nothing to play with that song's that's a trash line I mean <laughs> we could go more recent <laughs> I mean if you want to go on a Drake tangent we could oh, yeah. go like girl, girls like girls where I'm from <laughs> like yeah. the say fuck? that you're a lesbian girl I mean we could too. go way yeah. more recent that's another that. battle yeah I think we should do this dude well <laughs> not not anytime soon because we're gonna have to get it like we're gonna have to sit down together and like write some out and like think of some but yeah uh jay-z's verse on monster that's another one <laughs> who do you completely unrelated who do you think has the worst job a process server a, <laughs> a meter maid a process server job's fucking awesome what are you talking about or, or a repo man process server meter maid or repo man um, who do you think has like the worst job as far as who do you who was hated man. more? Repo man. Repo man? Fuck yeah, dude. You're taking people's shit. <laughs> Here's the thing about that. I thought about that too. The repo man. Here's the thing. Like there is well, like maybe process server. Actually. I was thinking process <laughs> server. Here's why. Because there is a hundred percent like percent. There's a hundred percent chance you're gonna come in contact with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Meter made. There's a very good chance. I mean, everybody hates you. Yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. Everybody fucking hates all three of those people. Yeah, yeah. But. I was thinking, like, a meter <laughs> maid, you can kind of slide in, print the ticket, slide, like, pull off and slide out, right? <laughs> Process server, you have to meet these people face-to-face, -face, mm -hmm. get their name, like, you've been served. And then you have to deal with, like, the fucking, like, oh, well, fuck you, man, I'm not taking that shit. No, or in a repo, man, I mean, they, they probably trying to scrap, but, I mean, you can still I pull in like, and pull out. See, I feel, like, I feel like it's the repo, man, because it's like the repo, man, they don't have any emotional attachment to that person. It's just, you're taking my shit. With a process server, I feel like initially you're going to be like, yeah, fuck you, but then you're, you're really more mad about whoever's fucking suing you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're more mad at them, like, fuck my ex-wife for serving me divorce papers or, <laughs> like, you know, fuck this guy for suing me for hitting his car or some shit like that. You're not truly mad at the process server <laughs> i mean you are but you you take it out on that person totally like, for sure that's that's what i'm saying like you're catching I all the heat from whatever i feel like repo like, men gotta worry about people fucking pulling out straps and shit on them <laughs> i feel like the process server would too <laughs> yeah but they, the process <laughs> see the process servers are smart though they usually catch them at a place in like public or where they're you know gonna be around which I think would be kind of a funny job. Not funny, but kind of fun. No, you don't dress don't, up in these different. Don't, don't let don't let Pineapple Express <laughs> get you fucked up. All right, like don't let Pineapple Express. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Well, anyways, let's get into these beers, man. Yeah, what man, did you we bring got a, for us? We got a four pack of greatness over from uh, one of our favorite breweries is Eastern Market Brewing Company. We have the Mix Halloween four pack from them. <laughs> oh man alright so I guess I can go over what we have there and you can follow us on untapped at beats underscore and underscore brews by the way if you check either one of our bios as well as the Instagram bio you or 
the Beats and Brews bio, you can find our link tree to find all our shit all in one place, guys. So there's Yay, that. brand new link tree. We're getting, we're kind of starting to body these uh, home effects, bro. We don't even need a soundboard ever again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So over from there, we have a few beers that we want to talk about. So we have the Blue Raspberry Heart Seltzer, which is supposed to uh, emulate Blue Raspberry Kool-Aid. It pours blue as shit. It's a great. It's like somebody just grounded up uh, blue from Blue's Clues and poured it in a cup. I that like got it. dark, but I mean, it's Halloween, so that's what we do here. Yes, so <laughs> we got the five layer chocolate stout. It's deceptively dark and delicious. <laughs> 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 no, man, it's very, uh, it's, it's very chocolatey, very roasty nose to it. It's very good. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for you to try. It. I've had all of these already, so uh, it's kind of. You know, I kind of cheated ahead of time. Yeah, <laughs> I want to try the uh, the lemon drop sour ale, which yeah. is after one of my personal favorite candies, guys, is the lemon head. Uh, if you ever, if we ever get big enough to where y'all hear this, y'all can send me lemon heads and shit like that. I would <laughs> love it. <laughs> uh, and then we have the spicy cinnamon candy amber ale, which is supposed to simulate a uh, fireball shot, pretty much, essentially. I like it. Yeah. Well, as we do on this podcast. Um, well, we're trying out a little sip of these beers. We're going to read off some of the birthdays and play some of the music for you. So, um, on, we had one RIP to get, um, you got music week. playing in the background? Yeah, I've got Mon- Monster Mash playing okay. lo- lightly yeah. in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I noticed that while we were talking about the beer, like, why do you have music playing <laughs> I have I have Monster Mash playing very lightly in the background. Um, yeah, but we had we had to say goodbye. Unfortunately, um, if you remember the character Gunther from Friends, who was the guy that worked in the coffee shop, who was always had a crush on Rachel, which is Jennifer Aniston's character, um, he passed away from cancer. Um, his name is James Michael T- Tyler. Um, they kind of alluded that he was sick when they were doing the friends reunion thing because he wasn't there and it was because of his health complications and everything. So we want to say rest in peace to him. Um, and then we all, with death comes life and we always want to celebrate more life. So for the birthdays this week, I had TDE's own schoolboy Q. We yuck, had, uh, yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> the, the, the funk master himself, Bootsy Collins, Whew. um, Frank Ocean, one of our favorites, one of the dudes that... One of our favorites who barely ever puts out music. Can we put uh, <laughs> I, I got a song request for that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you pick that one for sure. Um, we got Sierra. Uh, we this all- beat is automatic, <laughs> supersonic, <laughs> funky, fresh. Uh, I wish Russell Wilson would fix his hand and throw some touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the drummer behind the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We got Chad Smith. We got R&B singer Monica. And then last and certainly not least, Motown's own and Temptation's own Otis Williams, the last surviving member of the Temptations. Ain't nobody coming to see him, though. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> coming to see him. What are you talking did, about? Do you not see the Temptations movie? What, what you, I've seen Ain't nobody movie. coming to oh, see you, Oh, yeah, yeah, you, David Otis. Ruffin. David Ruffin, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's like low-key my favorite biopic movie of all time. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so we'll get to some of the music here from them. What did you say? Vanilla Ice's birthday too. Oh ice, shit! Ice, well, we'll baby. start off with bum, Vanilla bum, Ice. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the video what, of him when trying did, to? Uh, when did Ice Ice Baby come out? Like ninety? Shit, I don't even know. Um, something like that. Let's see. 
He, have you ever seen the video of him trying to justify how he didn't steal this bass line from Queen and uh, David Bowie, even though it's totally exactly the same? The 1990, Eric says. All right, right on the money. Yeah, hold on. I gotta, I'll play it after you get to <laughs> Totally the same bass line. 1,000% same bass line. Definitely Queen. <laughs> 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 this song is so bad. <laughs> this song was hard in 1990, apparently. A little bit of schoolboy, baby. Wait, why are we not cracking up beers while we're doing this? Crack a beer while we're there doing you know this. Um, uh, get that celsius. Yeah, yeah. See, this is what I was talking about, Neil. Look up. Oh, my God. That's a seltzer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, Neil, Neil just saw the uh, the blue raspberry seltzer pour straight up blue. That's crazy. Yeah. Here, this next one will be our sample that at the same time as a birthday shout-out. So see if E-Man can guess this one. This is amazing. What's up? Is this Redbone? No. Sim- kind of similar, though, but... I'd rather be your N-word. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he censors himself here. Yeah. Oh, I know this, too. Wait, who is this? This is Bootsy Collins. I know that, but like, who who was the sample? Tupac. Ah, that's who it was. All right. By the way, every time I think of Bootsy Collins, like, I cannot get past the Sorry to Bother oh, you know movie. What? You know what's funny? Redbone does use this, too. I just looked it okay. up. Okay. <laughs> That's right. funny. So, all right. That's, That's what I thought. Like, <laughs> it sounds like Redbone. That's cool. By the way, every time I think of Bootsy Collins, I think of the movie Sorry to Bother You. Sorry to Bother You. With, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is he in that movie? No, he directed it. No, he didn't. Yes, That's, he did. No, 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 no. That's Boots Riley that did that. It's a totally different person. Oh, what's the Frank Ocean song you wanted to play? Fuck. It is right. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, also was a musician. Boots Riley was a musician, too, though, but he used to be in a punk band. Uh, Go Swim Good. Okay. I haven't heard that one in a minute. Oh. Although I'm excited what Bootsy Collins does with this... Uh, this uh, it is Anderson Pac like, and then uh, this Anderson Pac Bruno Mars album, because oh, yeah. apparently he narrates it or oh, something yeah, like that. I can't that. wait for that. That's gonna be the shit. Man, 
damn, I haven't heard this in a minute. This song is great, man. This is my, I think this is my introduction to Frank Ocean. That and that Definitely. Tyler Crater. This she. is Novocaine. Tyler Crater's She, I think, was my introduction. And I listened to Novocaine and all that. All right. For Chad Smith and Marilla Chili Peppers. I love the drums on this shit, especially at the end. I got to get to the drum solo at the end so you can hear him rock out. Here's where Chad gets to rocking. Fucking awesome drummer, man. Probably my favorite song Sierra ever made because it has one of the dopest ludicrous verses ever on here. Which I'm definitely letting that ring out. The ludicrous verse. Oh, oh man, ludicrous on here is kills it. Wanna 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 get 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 with This makes me think of metal school. I'll just go right to ludicrous. You know it's Sierra's birthday. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Did, did the Seahawks win today? I don't yeah, that, that would count. That would count if it's Sierra's birthday today. Biggest songs ever, but at the time, holy shit, this song was so massive. The Little Monica mine, and Brandy. The boy is mine. <laughs> I was trying to figure out which one was gonna play that in verses, by the way. But it's technically on both of their albums, but I think she I think Monica had an album called The Boy Is Mine. This intro is kinda hard. Wait, who was it that made that was that was that who who did that life is Excuse good me, song? Y'all need to give it up oh, Cause we this, don't give this, a fuck But oh. y'all niggas won't Cause life is good I think you're mixing the two songs No, that was, no, that was a It was a version of The Boy Is Mine But it was called Life Is Good oh, okay. I forgot who, did, what rapper did that Hold 
Mob Deep song. Oh, really? It was Mob Deep and Nas. <laughs> Actually, I thought all the tripping. And the last one. Well, I didn't even mean to play this one. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Run that shit back. Banter. 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 Uh, we are waiting for Neil to pull up Well, there's about 8,000 motherfucking uh, uh, uh. Temptation songs that I was trying to rifle through. <laughs> this one's super heavy on David Ruffin, too, which is <laughs> Happy birthday, Otis Williams, anyways. <laughs> I don't mind Cause it means that much to me Ain't you proud of bed darling Please don't leave me girl Ain't you proud of me We're gonna cut that shit off short because <laughs> it's the temptations. <laughs> oh yeah, super, super uh, protected. <laughs> but anyways, yes. So happy birthday to all those people. This what? beer right Ho- now that I'm drinking. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You only tried the one. You got like two oh, more. I'm not try. trying all those. I gotta fucking drive try a car. Eh. <laughs> Eric, I got Actually, that blue. I'll try the seltzer. Let yeah, me try the, blue- the seltzer. Eric, I got that blue raspberry for you. Let me pass me the ter- the the blue. Okay. <laughs> Let me get some of the blue. I just had some of the yellow. Don't get cheap on the blue on me Try a little bit of that green, bro. Get a little bit of that green. Mix them together and you get green. (laughs) You mix them together and get green. This fucking guy knows his color schemes. (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) I know my primary and my secondary colors. Oh, man. Oh, damn. That is a tasty seltzer. Dude, yeah, it is. Um, That's really good. There you go. Here's the yellow. Try a little bit. Of, you want I, some yellow? Yeah, I'll try a little bit of yellow. Try a little bit of. Try a little bit of that green, bro. Just like a splash. It's just oh, you're not. You don't have to pound the whole thing. Uh, personally, so these were a big hit at uh the Brewers Guild Festival. Needless to say, uh, Ooh, yeah, my personal favorite. That's, fav- bomb, that's my personal favorite. Personally, is that five layer chocolate like a bar stout. Coffee. Yeah, man. Does that uh, caffeine in it by chance? Do they ever put beer in, or do they ever put caffeine in beers? All the fucking really? Time. I didn't know. Well, not no, not caffeine, but coffee grounds and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, like, say for instance, like, I mean, Eastern Market has one called White Coffee. There's one called Bean Flicker from Odd Side. Oh yeah, we had that one on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like coffee inspired beers, huh? PBR has PBR PBR does have a coffee one. Yeah, so I mean, it's not unheard of. It's not like say like. For instance, remember when Fort Loco did that shit? Oh, yeah. Back that in the day, and a lot of people, it was great, but terrible at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> a, yeah. lot, a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah. But no, this is like a more tasteful way to do it, because it's like the coffee, like, flavor and, and aroma, stuff like that, but, like, none of, like, the, like, effects, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Where it keeps you up. But, uh, yeah. You know that's five, bomb. But oh, that five-layer chocolate bar style, for instance, like, that, that's probably my favorite one out of Halloween four-pack. This was the biggest hit. This actually was the first one to sell out out of the Brewers Gear Fest, uh, Brewers, Brewers Guild Festival, but uh, caramel, chocolate, pretzel, peanut butter, and milk sugar in this bag. Man, one. Yeah. that tastes delicious. It's got a lot. Yeah, going it tastes on really there. good for sure. Uh, you know what? You know what else I was thinking? Uh, Patron has the the Patron Cafe one too. That's like a coffee flavored Patron, and it is goddamn delicious. You can just take a shot of that straight Ooh, up. Boy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah those are tasty I'm, though. I'm I like a big those. Fan of Patron. There. Oh, you got to love it. I had to. I had to give up on the tequila though, bro. I can't even drink liquor anymore. I feel like I just can't hang. The older I get, the more I just cannot hang anymore. So, funny story. <laughs> I got a funny story for you, actually. So, Lindsay and I are waiting at the queue line stop. Uh huh. 
And Which is free until the, the new year, yeah, by the way, all, for, for all my Detroit. Detroiters or Metro Detroiters that come out into the city, the queue line is free up until uh, January 1st, yeah, uh, 2022. So we were waiting there because I was, I was going to take that to go to uh, Congress, get off of Congress and walk over to the TCF Center from there. We're waiting there for like an hour. Like that's for the, the worst. Line. Yeah, that's the worst like wait where it's like waiting to fucking charge up. Mm-hmm. Uh so we decided to go to the liquor store right there. And I'm like, I'm gonna get a water. I'm like, eh, I'm really not trying to buy any liquor or anything like that. Cause I'm like kind of like trying to slow down a little bit yep. and then come back heavy like next year. Mm-hmm. Or next <laughs> month. Or next year, next month. <laughs> I mean but then I was like, all right, it's cold out. I'm Baby, what you want? <laughs> so we got a little bit of crown, like a pint of Crown Royal. We're just ripping shots of that just to stay warm, Hell pretty yeah. much. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Yubikon was at the TCF Center, huh? TCF uh, and the Renaissance Center. So oh, it was between, that's so tight. it was at both. That's really tight. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. Every year, uh, every year is there. Uh, shout out to everybody doing some dope cosplay, by the way. Like I love, like I said, this is the top of the episode, but I really, really happy to see people back together, man. Like mm-hmm. people back together, people con it. Conning in a good way, not like conning like in a scammer way. But I <laughs> like, love, I just love this whole time of year, dude. Like October's so fun, man. I like people dressing up. Like I feel like October. Is, I, I posted this on my uh, on my Instagram the other day. I was like, man, I think I said it yesterday. Actually, I I, I wish we could just drop September and November and let fucking October rock out for Fam, three months. I'm not <laughs> dropping November. Do you not like things? I mean, I don't like the message of Thanksgiving, but that, you know. I mean, it's okay. I like that the stuff in cranberry I shit definitely like the meal. We could, I say we just go, we'll run October all the way up until Thanksgiving. That's when October ends, right? All the Scorpios <laughs> and part of Sagittarius is going to hate you. Yeah, that's true. All the Scorpios <laughs> and part of Sagittarius. <laughs> well, anyways, man, I want to roll into something old, something new, because since we didn't have a guest, I definitely have uh, multiple down for both. I have two something olds, and then there was a handful of new music that came out that was really good this week. So definitely want to be able to touch on both. Um, so you start. I started off, so it's on you. It is on me this week. So I will start. I've got two something olds. The first one. I have one rock and one rap. Fuck, why is the Limp Biscuit drop? I just noticed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just noticed I that on my that. release radar <laughs> to just like just now. I didn't see that. <laughs> So I have I had two I did one one rock album one rap album and the rock album I chose um, a little backstory for it is because when I was growing up I was a really really big Silverchair fan me and my buddy Stevie T from Dukatron shout out Stevie shout out Dukatron and Stevie T um, friends of the show me Stevie and my other friend friend Birch who lives in Seattle uh, but lived in Michigan at the time we were super big Silverchair fans Stevie got us into it he was into it before us. But, you know, we got into it, and it kind of takes me to a place that makes me th- feel nostalgic, reminds me of good friends, good times in my life. But also, the lead singer, Daniel Johns, um, when Silverchair got started, their first album came out when they were 15 years old. So, like, their lives got changed so quickly when they were teenagers. You know, they went from being these young kids in Newcastle, Australia, to now they're on a world tour with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And it was kind of overwhelming for them, and it led to a lot of mental issues for Daniel Johns, the lead singer. He he became um, kind of a recluse and um, developed a bad eating disorder. He wouldn't leave his house, and he became really anorexic. Um, and he's got this podcast out now kind of detailing all these things. He's always been a very shy and to, his, uh, uh, to himself type of person, but now they did a podcast on Spotify called Who is Daniel Johns? where they're interviewing him, um, interviewing other musicians that were influenced by him or around him at the time. Um, Kevin Parker from Tame Impala's on it, Billy Corgan from um, Smashing Pumpkins, 
Um, there's a handful of different people that are I like on there. But he's kind of opening up about it. And so the album I'm talking about is Neon Ballroom, which is the third studio Silverchair album. So at this time, they're, you know, they're coming off their success off their first two albums and only still being teenagers. You know, they wrote this album at 18 or 19 years old. And it's kind of him opening up about what was happening to him in between those last two albums and how he became a recluse and, you know, be developed this bad eating, um, eating, pro eating disorder. So I want to play you a song, actually, that he wrote about his eating disorder called Anna's Song, which kind of is a little bit of a double entendre because, like, if you didn't know his backstory, you might think he'd be talking about a past relationship, but he's actually talking about anorexia, which is Anna. So here is a little bit of Anna's song. This is probably their most, one of their most successful songs they've ever made. Um, and it's crazy to think that they were just 18 years old when this shit came out. So here is a little bit of Anna's song by Silverchair. You should definitely go check out his podcast on Spotify, too. Just even if you're not a Silverchair fan, it's just a really good insight on what it's like um, trying to make it in the music industry, honestly. So here's a little bit of that. Please die. taste of Anna's song but uh, yeah Neon Ballroom it came out in 1999 um, which had heralded their most successful songs of their career here in the United States Anthem of the Year 2000 was pretty popular uh, Miss You Love, Emotion Sickness it's just a really deep so the first two albums you can definitely tell they're kids and it's a lot of teen angsty um, derivative around the grunge rock scene type of music but still really well written for how fucking young they were but um, this is kind of like added some depth to their music and there's a lot more influence from different uh, genres and you have a lot of string in arrangements on here and stuff. It's just really, really good stuff. And it was interesting listening to his podcast. I don't want to give too much away in case you do have interest in going listen to yourself, but I thought it was very cool to find out that 89X and Detroit actually was their in to the United States. So they were, they were very popular in Australia, but I guess a guy that worked for 89X um, had caught wind of their music and and shopped it around Detroit. So Detroit was the first um, U.S. city that was getting airplay from Silverchair. So when they finally crossed over and came from Australia to the States, their first tour started in Detroit and Chicago and in those cities as opposed to, like, L.A., New York and that shit. So I thought that was pretty cool, too, to listen to. So That's what's up, that man. is mine, baby. My first one, at least. All right. So that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got I, no interviews. I got to nah, get in depth was, with shit. I'll say, <laughs> like, get all of it out there. 
All right, so I did not go that deep in the crates. I'm not going to lie to you, but I was really happy to see this album on stream. Or I was really happy to see this mixtape because this is probably one of my favorite mixtapes from the blog era. Like that Dat Piff era where you actually had hot new hip-hop where you actually had to, like, search for shit. Like, oh, man, I heard a lot about this. Let me go check this shit out. It wasn't as, I mean, it's accessible, but it's not as accessible as it is now these days. Uh, Live Love ASAP is on Ooh. streaming right now, and it came out in 2011. It got re-released uh, this past Friday. I'm counting this as something old just because I, oh, I, yeah. I got two something old. This is definitely one of them just because it feels, makes me feel nostalgic. makes me think of like when I was like in my like age 20, age 21, kind of feeling like myself a little bit more and stuff like that. And just like that music taste. Like I feel like all our, all our taste is just humans. And stuff like that, and like humans that are really into music is defined by like our music taste, our clothing, and stuff like that. Like, totally. like our generation—that's how we, you know, how it gets defined. Not like us as individuals, but like our generation, like specifically, is mm-hmm. what I mean. Uh, this is one of those generation-defining mixtapes for me personally. So it's like really, really nostalgic to hear this one on there. And I've I've really been a big fan of ASAP Rocky for a while, as far as him and and Ferg and most of the ASAP Mob as well. I was really happy to see um, just where his trajectory has gone to. Speaking of which, as we talk about artist trajectory and stuff like that, like there is an argument for ASAP Rocky how people kind of take that flow and stuff like that too. Totally, because where it's like he has like a really really different cadence about him. You Super know? unique. So, he yeah. doesn't sound like a typical New York. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's like. Kind of like I got like a down south like twang does. to it, it's like, like a Houston vibe. Yeah, I mean, there's a song. And the song I'm gonna play is called Houston Oldhead. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he has like that. It's just it's just different from what you would expect from like a New York rapper, I guess in a way. But he puts like his own like really like screw chopped and screwed like twist mm-hmm. on it. And yep. It's kind of dope. Yeah, he's definitely not ex- afraid to experiment. He's always experimented with you know southern flavors or EDM flavors or you know his switching up the flow but patterns or. To my point, like about just albums that really define like a generation and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like say, so me in my early twenties and stuff like that, like age 19, 20, 21 around that era. This is definitely one of those projects I was bumping on the reg like yeah. ten years ago. So, what year? You said it came out in two thousand ten. Uh, eleven. Eleven. Yep. Got you. What song should I ring off? On uh, we're gonna go play? Houston Ohead. Oh yeah, that's right. You just said that. There. Um, right, we should go. We should go brand new guy just because Schoolboy Q was on it and his birthday just passed. <laughs> yeah, for but sure. <laughs> here's a little bit of Houston Oldhead out of ASAP Rocky. Why someone said Rocky? <laughs> yeah. Big Meach, BMF. We rode the couple switches. We chat for a while. I said, I'm just on my grind. I come to Houston all the time. He said, What's been going down? And in New York, stay the mind. Fine. You ever got days you feel like giving up? Like, how you gonna eat when this gig is up? When the chips is down and the 
jig is up But I don't give a fuck Rolling up a swisher up I just came here down south So I could get these pounds That's a little bit of ASAP Rocky for you Ooh, that's a good one, man That's yeah. a really good one I, was, I wanted to go like a real deep cut off of that one that a lot of people wouldn't probably heard off there. Because I know like per, like Peso obviously was the lead single off that project, and that's what yeah. got him like notoriety and stuff like that. But then you got like Purple Swag, which is also like a really big track off of that too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, this is definitely one of my favorite mixtapes probably ever, actually, because mixtapes really aren't a thing these days anymore. So Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, for my second one, so I chose two this week. I normally don't do that, but since we didn't have a guest, I felt like getting nerdy and heavy with the music talk. Um, so there was three reasons I chose this next one. One, because I'm inundated with their television show and learning about their lives via the Wu-Tang saga. Keeping on, it with the Kardashians? On, on, uh, <laughs> no, Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. Um, if you haven't checked it out yet, it's a really cool take on the Wu-Tang Clan story. Obviously, parts of it are embellished um, for TV, but it's really cool the way they break down, you know, watching produ- or, uh, RZA make beats and, and then record 36 Chambers. But anyways, it's the I, I picked it for that reason. Also, because of Halloween, in the name of Halloween, we got to rock out with my man Ghostface Killer. And then also, it's the anniversary of, it's the 25th anniversary of his first album called Iron Man. Yes, it is. Um, which came out in, on October 29th of 1996. Um, it was one of the first of the solo projects to really uh, blast off into the stratosphere. You had Cuban Links with Raekwon, and him and Meth kind of were the first three to go. Um, and Iron Man was kind of like a, it's, it's technically a ghost face project. But it's Ghostface, Raekwon, and Capadonna. And then you got your mix of all the rest of the um, the Wu-Tang guys on there and RZA's production on it. But, man, this is one of the albums that actually brought me to Wu-Tang. And I think I was actually into this album more than I was – that. like, I was on this because obviously I was really young when 36 Chambers came out and even this. Um, but so I, I kind of went back to Wu-Tang from this because I was so obsessed with this Iron Man album from the skits to the beats, to just the way they just rip on the production on this, man. Like, Ghostface is just, uh, it's hard to explain. Like, he's got, like, a really soulful um, ear when it comes to picking his beats because he that's all he credits himself is to listen to. He said he doesn't even listen to rap. He just likes R&B music. So I love he, when rappers say this shit. Like, <laughs> I, I really love when rappers say, I don't even listen to rap. Yep. I listen to this shit. Yep, that's how Ghostface is, and you can tell by the beats that he selects, and if you go on, um, there's a little clip on on YouTube right now about him making um, this album, and he talks about how RZA had this bin of yellow beats. He's like, he's like the yellow bin. That's what we all knew was RZA's best bin. That's where he had his best beats. So you'd go in there and you just dig through the crate and pick out which beats you like by RZA. You know, this one's good, this one's not, that or whatever. And that's kind of how I came up with this, the concepts and the and the sound for this album. So without further ado, I'm going to play the only track on here where it's just him, and it's just straight ripping, bro. Here's a little bit of Poison Darts out of Ghostface Killer off of Iron Man. Let's see you try the water technique. The sky is high, the cloud is low. But my water technique is hard to beat, but the earth can absorb water. Sky is high, the cloud is low. But my water technique is hard to beat, but the earth can absorb water. Uh. 
What the fuck I got to lose, huh? Word to God, let's get it on. Clap your heels three times, grab the magic wand. Nameless, these stonewalls cats leave them brainless. Somewhere out of this world, stranded on Uranus. With coke and the dollar bill stems and crack capsules. Take a blast, boo, booby trap and cruise. It's natural like soybean, burn like a laser beam. My vaccine, I shoot a firm and it connects like cybers. The segment, rat fragment, comes together like magnets. A track catch, capture like dragnet. Going through mad phases of all ages. Killer bees locked the fuck up behind cages. The Genovese swallow this line and quarter freeze. Press call ID for me to quote more degrees. The fortune teller tuck a sleeping gas umbrella. A war winner dining in the back of Mormon Bella. Now who? Don't believe that cash must rule. I don't eat meat. I slap blood out of Purdue. Keep a wireless mic. Mic's on strike. The session is over. I'm fireless and glow like fluorescent. Go space, baby. Yeah, that shit's amazing. Um, and then, you know, it's funny. This is pretty telling about who I am as a person. I legitimately got emotional watching this TV show about Wu-Tang the other day, man. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. So, like, it was one of those things, right? So, the episode I'm watching is, like, them performing for the first time. You know, they're, like, super nervous. They're shopping around 36 Chambers at the time, trying to get it played on the radio, trying to get Protect, protect Your Neck played on the radio. And they booked their first big show. And so they're all nervous as fuck, you know, getting ready for it. They've never performed live together. Like, was nine people on stage live going to be like? And they just go out and rip it. You know, I'm just thinking in my head, like, what that would have felt like. And it got me kind of worked up. <laughs> Jesus, Doug. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyways, yeah, shout out to the whole Wu-Tang Clan. God, I'm such a fan right now. I've been listening to so much Wu Tang lately. Next week you're gonna get a little. I still have. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I fell off the Wu Tang Saga show. Oh, I, I love I, it. I need to get it back season, into it. Season two has been significantly better. I've it's, heard I've heard good things about season two, and I really want to check it out. Season two but is. I, dope. I, I I fell off of it in the middle of the first season. I'll, I'll pick it back up. Season Once two. Once I finish, here's the thing. I don't like to overload myself in watching yeah. shows. So right now I'm trying to finish Sopranos, and then after that I'm and curb <laughs> and. I fell out of curb. And you know what? Big Mouth's coming back this week. So yep. I was like, fuck. I'm about to probably finish that in like a day too. <laughs> but yeah, uh, right. I do have another something old. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. So, uh, same same, uh, same story, guys. I was at the queue line stop during that hour <laughs> wait, right? And this older gentleman, when I'm, it's myself and, Lin- and uh, if you guys know, I talk about Lindsay all the time. It's my girlfriend. Uh we were at the we were at the queue line stop waiting. This dude's got a Bluetooth speaker going, and he's bumping some some music going on. And I'm like, oh shit, what you know about that, man? He goes like, he go like, yeah, man, like it's really sad. I know they lead singer passed away a few years ago, but yeah, they dope, man. I like I I recently got into him, and you know what he was playing now? I'm guessing Lincoln Park. Crawling in <laughs> my skin. <laughs> so yes, uh, I'm not gonna go with that particular album, but I'm gonna go Meteora by Lincoln Park as right. my something over. So 2000, let's go 2003 here. Oh shit, is it all the way back that far? Yeah, man. Wow, that's crazy. It's really crazy to think about, right? It is. I remember I tried to write a cover song to Faint in 2003, like when it was hot, and I was 2003, so I was probably like sixth grade. Sixth or seventh grade, and I'm, I remember my teacher was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <But> <laughs> I never realized that they spelled their name different. I was spelling. <laughs> you spell like Lincoln, yeah, like, yeah. like like Abraham, yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Um, let's see, right, where is this album at? Med- Med- okay, I got you. Oh, I remember this one. Okay, oh, wait, this is a live. Medora. I, I, I f- typed in the live one. Medora. Let me get this pulled up. 
What song you want me to play off it? Let's go Breaking the Habit, track nine. That's fucking one of my favorite songs they ever did. They actually, re- you know what? There we go. God damn it, slow down. There we go. Yeah. Track nine is Breaking the Habit. Okay, cool. Here's a little bit of Breaking the Habit out of Lincoln Park for you. Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. Super fucking copyrighted, by the way. <laughs> this is super fun. That's pretty tight. Mike Shinoda. That's a hard-ass beat. ahead of his time too man I can see rappers today doing that shit yeah I really good I can see like somebody rapping on this beat in 2021 and this is a rock song I oh, love yeah. that shit I mean this is the remember this song yeah of course <laughs> oops <laughs> I didn't mean to mute that but probably better off anyway <laughs> get a little break in there <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit of breaking the habit out of Lincoln Park. Shit. And right. now we switch gears on into something new. Alrighty. Um so one of my favorite hip hop artists who's kind of remained on the underground, but man, I'm just such a giant fan of the way he crafts his music, and that would be Mick Jenkins. Uh, the boy. The, oh the water God. boy. He's so good, bro. The water boy himself. Um he had his a new project called, called Elephant in the Room, and I just I, I've always called him like a modern day Gil Scott Heron. The way he like crafts his bars is very poetic, and like almost like not spoken word because he's definitely m- musical and like rhythmic to his music. But it just kind of reminds me of that the way he just I don't know the way he speaks and shit. So um, this album is twelve tracks long, so it's uh, pretty pretty good length for what i like it's like you know around right around the 40 minute to an hour uh spot which is um good for me and i want to play this song called is this cigarettes um it's just i just love it i'll just let you guys hear what i'm talking about If I only seen it on the internet A lot of niggas bread Not a lot of niggas stuck bread I just think that I love Gonna kill me is this cigarette Is it nicotine Where my niggas at Making something of themselves Placing bigger bets We got bigger fish to fill like we ain't laying up Dunking that shit from the free throw Niggas fucking hacks Simulation glitching, bitch, we busting back. Now they leaning in to listen, got the fair tone. Still a couple niggas drowsy off the tussin' pack. I'm feeling energies, I'm even peeping pheromones. I'm screening enemies like casting calls from Marvel flicks. 
brought water to drink, brought water to gargle with if it was salt water. Most at the surface on some snorkel shit. I'm in the dark water, it's black and white, just like the orcas is. Killing shit, Darth Vader, even with the force. These niggas forcing it. Art paid us even with the failure, no unfortunate. Raw papers twisting up these joints, I'm no contortionist. Stargazer, look up at the sky and know it's more than this. Piss on niggas' flows, I miss the porcelain, please pardon me. Salt shakers for the season, and it ain't no salt in Sharp razors in my company. So good. I, I, I actually really got, I got hip to Ming Jin because like, Mick Jin's like this year. Yeah, to be man. honest with you. Like, I just got hip to him. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's a killer. Was, yeah. Yeah, shout out. Not, not this year. It was like last year, but he's. Yeah. I, I've definitely. Uh, I had one of his albums on one of our very first podcasts, uh, "Pieces of a Man." Uh, that was like 2018 or something like that. I remember talking all that jazz. Oh yeah, so, fuck yeah, yeah. Dude, that song is the shit. Talking all that jazz. Um, but yeah, so that was my first one. I've got a few, so I'm bouncing over to you for one of yours. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start off with the shit I know you haven't heard. Okay. And then, cause I got a couple sing. I got a couple singles as well as like. Cool. Two albums I can think of. Uh, one of my favorite artists, and it's a Michigan boy, uh-huh. oh. uh, dropped some shit, and he dropped a new single, and I love it. And it's uh, it's just out of pocket because I know he, he. There's a thing like went like a really weird like niche or niche, I guess people say thing for a while, and then he kind of brought it back to like kind of like not necessarily poppy. But it's just more of like a jam, bro. So I'm gonna go uh, one of my favorite artists, somebody I w- I would love to have on this podcast one day, aiming high. Uh, Mike Posner dropped a new single, oh, shit. a more uh, a more fe- uh, Fenty, or a more f- what's that, Fati, a more Fati, <laughs> a more Fati. I think that's how you pronounce it. Let's see. Uh, with James Valentine and Jacob like Sensi. I like the album art. Yeah, man. Let's it's see. a it's a jam. Um, let's give this a little bit of a And lesson. it's 4:20. <laughs> 4 minutes 20 seconds. <laughs> Here's a little bit of Amor Fati. This is different oh. from Mike, yeah. Ooh, that little pull out. Hold on. Hold on. Run that. Run hold that up. Back. Run that shit back. Hold on. Actually, let me pause it real quick. This is what I mean by sometimes there's an importance in no music. Like this pause right here speaks volumes for me. Hold on. Mike, we love you, man. A pause, man. Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> that's tight. I just want to interview this dude one time, just to, just to get in his head, bro. This is weird, man. Wow. And having some fun on this I, track. I, do I love my pose? That's man. tight. This is a cool song. Everybody 
It's funny because in the beginning it went from sounding like an old school Chili Peppers song to like all of a sudden I'm in the forest with like enchanted fairies flying Oh, it around. goes back. It goes back. <laughs> but yeah. no, that's just tight though. That's pretty cool. Shout out to Mike Posner on that one. I like that. Well, I dude, I, 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 that's one of my dream interviews just because I'm like, dude, I want to just get in your head and figure out what the fuck do you think. What the fuck is your process? <laughs> um, all right, let's see. I had a few on here, so let's see. What's the next one I want to pull up? Um, let's see. There's a new... I got to go to YouTube on this because, unfortunately, her album is not on title right now for some reason. But it's out of singer-songwriter Kirby, who I'm a big fan of. She had an album that we talked about on here called Sis um from a couple years ago and she just did a follow-up to it which is i think it's called sis he's no good for you um and i wanted to play uh, she got kind of her start writing for other people i know she wrote for beyonce and like rihanna and stuff and then she kind of got popular on her own and i want to play this song called blame the internet by her because man her voice she reminds me of britney howard she has that super like southern draw to her voice that's just undeniable and uh really cool so let's see if I can pull this YouTube video up without getting an ad first. Ooh, look at that. It's meant to be, baby. Except for I still have fucking title going like I always do. Mm. <laughs> um, here is a little bit of Blame the Internet out of Kirby. Um, this album currently is on Spotify and Apple Music. I don't think it's on uh, title. I don't know why. but um, Or you can get it on YouTube. So here's Blame the Internet from Kirby. Tough to cut off. <laughs> I can let that one rock out for sure. But uh, yeah, shout out to Kirby. One. Yeah, sis, he wasn't the one. Is the name of the album. Uh, go check it out. She's awesome. Um, back on over to you. I think that was it for my albums. Well, I've got. Well, the one we're probably both gonna talk about. Uh, Big Sean, Hit Boy. Are we both gonna talk yeah. about that one? I'm just throwing it out there right now. Yep. I know that's what the people want. We so. don't need to talk about it too <laughs> extensively because obviously, especially in the Detroit area, I mean, we both in, love it. Everybody, yeah, everybody, you loved it, right? Yeah, 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 oh, I yeah. love it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Every, I mean, everybody yeah. knows who Big Sean is that lives in this area. If you don't, you're probably not really from Detroit. I would guess, right? No, fuck, <laughs> no, fuck all that. Like Big Sean's bigger than Detroit. Yeah, he's like, definitely bigger than Detroit. So is Hit Boy. But um, we played a little bit. You've already heard a little bit of it from last week because we played, um, we played. What did we play? I mean, we played "What a Life" on here because that single came out. But since we're talking Detroit shit, we might as well just give them a little bit of super Detroit shit. I was um, about to go Babytron on that one. I haven't even listened to that yet, but I did want to like mention him. And it's like, first of all, who the fuck is he? 
And he, because he's been blowing, he's, I, I've heard a lot more Who? about him. Babytron. Who's Babytron? You ever heard of the Shitty Boys from Detroit? Uh-uh. So apparently there's this group, there's this trio from Detroit, and one of the lead standouts is a dude named Babytron, who's been mentioned. He has songs with Peasy. He has songs with a bunch of, like, Detroit acts and uh-huh. stuff like that, right? He has uh, his newest project that just came out. He has a little Yachty on it. I know, the only reason I know of him is because he's with the Hip Hop Lab, which is a big, uh, okay. which is a big studio out in Detroit. Okay. I don't know who the fuck this guy is, <laughs> but he apparently he drops so much music. That's crazy. So yeah, and he and he's from Detroit. I was gonna I was gonna play a little bit of it. Hell but, yeah, for sure. Uh, project it because this will be new to both me and you. Yep. Uh, Ben Reaper two. B I N. Is he one word? Babytron one word? Yep. Because I was gonna keep it in the spirit of Trey, and I'm like who. I don't know who the fuck this kid is. <laughs> what the album's called? Ben Reaper. Oh yeah, yeah. I see it. And what song do you want me to play off? It? Dude, I don't know. Pick one. <laughs> like, I, I haven't heard anything off of it. Let's play Turtle Pie with Lil Yachty. <laughs> I just wanted to give it a shot, just because I'm like, who the fuck is this kid? I want to hear. I want to know who this kid is. This is Baby Tron and Lil Yachty right here. Oh wait, no, it's not. It's Kirby. <laughs> that doesn't. Now sound. it's Baby Tron and Lil Yachty. God, there's like a million songs on here. All his projects are like 20 songs up. I know you ain't coming here sipping fake tricks. I be sipping on Quake, say it with a tongue twist. I got ice on my arm like I stumbled. That's Yachty right there. This is definitely Yachty. I mean, Yachty did that, that was that Michigan Boat project or whatever. So I know he has like a lot of Detroit or Michigan affiliations. Okay. Pull the stick out, <laughs> twist the fake like I'm at heart. Japanese steak, been a minute since I had art. Blood bro kicked out of school because he snatched card. Last time doggy had 10 was at his grab part. Do the dash, catch a op, and I'm a part Definitely on some Detroit shit. <laughs> that's my starter kick. Bro, just pop some Bel Air and did the Carlton. White bus from Hutch walked out with the darkest tent. Kind of sounds like Big Sean a little bit almost. <laughs> he has that flow where it's like. He has like that Detroit. I was gonna give, I was gonna go a little bit more, but like he has like the Detroit flow where it's like kind of offbeat, but not really. Yeah. Like there's definitely some metaphors in there. That's kind of dope. Yeah, definitely yeah. there. He's a little bit offbeat, which is kind of I mean, hard for that, my ears to hear a little bit. I mean, here's the thing with that. Like that that is the Detroit set. Like that Detroit street sound and whatever, especially with those drums. A lot of people do that shit. A lot of people, it's like where you go off beat and make it sound cool and then go back on beat. Yeah. Like I know, not a Detroit artist, but I know Blueface, for instance. I don't, I don't listen to him. Blueface doesn't do it intentionally. He's just a bad artist. No. He just doesn't know what he's no, doing. No, I think he does do it intentionally. I don't think so. You know who? You know who rapper. started that shit though? <laughs> Face God. Yeah, I don't like it. It's not for me. I hate off, like <laughs> off beat rapping. Is just trash. Um, it depends on who does it. I don't know. It depends on who does it. It depends on what you're listening for. It depends on like the mood you're in. Yeah, I, I'm never in the mood for <laughs> offbeat rapping. Me, here's the thing. Here's the thing with me. Like, never. I, I, I don't like it on a regular basis. But if I'm like trying to turn up or whatever, like how I, you know, if I'm like at a drinks or whatever, I'm at the bar or whatever. Somebody put some shit on. I'm like, hell yeah, let's do that shit. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, um, but like, am I listening to that in my car on the reg? Nah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's one off the Big Sean uh, Hit Boy project that's got two of our up-and-coming superstars out of Detroit as well on it, Babyface Ray and 42 Doug, who gets a little bit more like in that style. So, but although uh, Hit Boy, I think like, Hit Boy does the Detroit beats shit right, bro. This shit sounds nice. It's like so. It's like the simps are different, but the drums are there.
Came off the bench, not star shit. It's those drums, like bro. It's those drums. It's a specific sound for those Detroit like style to get those drums. No point to this shit. I'm really stepping over shit that used to make me trip. I ain't trip off none of y'all. OG on the beat. OG Jordan threes. When you the dime, you understand and you oversee it. I don't give a fuck about nobody trying to beat it. I already been it. This shit get offensive. But the next day it's already tinted. Flying home to my bitch, I fucked the flight attendant. With no strings, cause I still got new problems with old things. Bitch, you are not me. It took a lot to get what I got. This is not free. Wait for the drop, fuck on pop like niggas, it's not street. I'm going my three, going my four, keep the lock those. Bro, gotta play, I gotta play, we swap those. Brody got a bitch, I got a bitch, we swap hold up. I trust everyone around me, ain't no lock those. Long sleeve in the city for the potholes. Go conversations, you are not in those. If you from the top, all you niggas missed your window. You heard about uh, the Alpha Martinez thing? Alpha Martinez. So uh, that, I guess that's our our RIP for the day. But well, we Martinez, already had the, we had the one with Gunther and everything. But wh- who else? Wh- I, I just saw you popped up. That uh, when I just refreshed, I just saw you popped up and passed away. But Alpha Martinez was played by. So he was portrayed. Oh, you ever seen Paid in Full? Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Cameron's character in Paid in Full. Yeah. He was the Rico. But Alpha Martinez was a drug dealer that got out and snitched on a bunch of people. Whatever. Yeah. He. Just got killed. Yeah, apparently. I heard about that. Yeah, so I forgot. Drive by, drive by shooting. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just saw it popped up, so I just wanted to mention it because I, I mean, I, I love Peyton Full personally. That's so, a great yeah. ass movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> Horrible person, but great movie. Yeah. Like, there we go. There we go. Thank you. I was like, I was trying to figure out how to way to steer it. I'm like, all right. No, I really love that movie. Rest and in that's pieces why. or no? I'm just kidding. Nah, man. I mean, you know, he, he still the dude still had a family and shit like that. So yeah. you know, prayers out for his family and everything. For sure. But yeah, the char- as for the character of the person, all right. <laughs> All right. Uh, as for something new, is it back that, on? Th- that's all I've got for the day. So if you got anything else, uh, you let me know. I know there. I think was, that's all I had. I think there was something else I checked out. Yes, it was. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say it. Um, ASAP Ferg did not drop ASAP. No, he. D- yeah, I saw, th- <laughs> I saw that single that came out. So I saw a few articles that popped up that said he went the Rock Nation verger or what with the Rock Nation management thing he dropped. ASAP from his name, but I didn't see that when he did it. What did you but think of that Green Juice song with Pharrell and them and the Neptunes? And I shit? didn't mind it. I thought it was. I thought it was I good. It. I thought it was definitely had a, a vi- like a, a bounce to it and everything. Um, it was a little bit too much Pharrell singing on it for me. I don't know. You know quite, what I did like though? Like a tiny. You know, what? I do have another something okay. new for you, but this was last week, uh, and I talked about. I think I put it in our text thread. And I just saw he had some legal trouble coming up, unfortunately. But Fetty Wap, more around the butterfly. Fuck Fetty Wap. Honestly, I want to say fuck Fetty Wap because if you're out here peddling fentanyl, fuck you forever. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't gonna go into that. I wasn't gonna go into his legal shit. Hey man, that's what's fucking killing all of our friends. I I did. I did love his album. No, I'm not gonna lie. Butterfly Effect uh, was a great album. I really want to shout it out. It was dope. I know this. I said this. I already had this like queued up before. The whole that whole thing happened, but I do want to shout because I really did enjoy the music. I never really had a problem with Fetty Wap's music at all. Yeah, so. I never got into Fetty Wap, and to uh, find out that he's peddling drugs that he I that makes me everybody. sad, especially because it's fentanyl. It was like one point five million, and it was like cash, fentanyl, heroin. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yep. 
That makes me sad. I do really like the album, though. You see uh, who else yeah. has an album so. out that we we used to, well, we all used to love, who got kind of ostracized from the game because of his weird takes on things. But Bob has an album out as well. It's called Murd and Mercy. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna listen to it. I'm be honest. I'm not with gonna you. lie, I'm bro. Like, I, I I like Bob, but it's just like one of those things where he kind of went in a weird. He kind of went in a very weird direction for me, where it's just like, dude, I don't know if I want to. I feel like musically, like he's always stayed pretty fucking good. It's just he, he got, was supposed to retire, right? He was supposed to retire like three albums ago. I don't know if he ever said that. I don't yeah, that. I think he said. What was it? Hold up, let me pull. Let me pull this shit up real quick. I kind of. All right, well, you're pulling that up. I want to hear a little bit of this because I'm just curious. When a put song, up a little bit of Fetty Wap. Well, song too. I'm not playing a dude that pedals fentanyl on our podcast. Um, God loves violence. Just sounds interesting. I just want to see what kind of shit he's on. Naga. That was supposed to be his last album. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this God loves violence. Sounds like he must be coming in with something crazy out hey, here. I don't trust no pig. Cops killing in the street, then don't do no bit. Oh, you, oh, you trying to keep me safe from COVID? Used to be a poke kid, not a smoke potent. Don't worry about a whole dead whole shit. Poker and both things. Most of these niggas be rodents. Nigga, you bogus. Pocket full of poses. Nigga, it's roses. Niggas want contact. Niggas want protest. I don't want no peace. Niggas, my sons, but I gotta be a good dad. I don't want no beef. I don't owe a nigga shit. Not, not, not a crumb. I, I get these. I don't know if I feel I'm not feeling that that much. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Yeah, not feeling that that much. Um. But yeah, that's all I got this week. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to get to before we get out of here? There was a song that was really dope that I'd never heard before, by What's the that? way, that I thought it was pretty great. It was Saba and Chance the Rapper, and I never heard the song before, but it popped up on one of my playlists. It came out in 2018, but it oh, was... Oh, off Coloring Book? It was called Log Out, off Care For Me. Oh, I don't think I've ever... Care For Me was Saba's album. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, that shit's amazing. Yeah, it's called, the song was called Log Out, and I never heard the song before, but it popped up on one of my playlists, and I thought it was amazing, personally. Yeah, there, that, this the, Care For Me, the entire album is phenomenal. It's a great concept album. Right away. Hey. You press lock out, you get forgotten what's supposed but a reminder just how boring our lives are. Uh, 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 uh. Look at how much fun I'm having, ain't no beauty in the absence of broadcasting till you fall. I seen us select and make it, I seen us as if behavior, I see famous people all over. I don't want no autograph, I just want to follow back, maybe tear till you fall. Playback, say that. That's just the way that the game go After the rain, it's a rainbow I see a product you Saba was so good live, too If I can log in, they started a rumor That I got shot like a dead goal I don't walk without my headphones I don't got cable in my crib I don't need no hobby guy here Being independent is my fear Government is like the my fear Since I'm right now, what you watching? Internet, turn me into the mid-object Solitaire more than a game with your car Can't change the channel, it'll stay in our heart Stay in the public and pray to your God. Evaluation, I'm too insecure. Character stuff from 140, 280. Did you listen to the Childish Major album, by the way? Too? Oh, yeah. He op- he, we saw him live. Was, oh, no, you didn't see I him. I never saw Childish I was going to say, he opened live. up for Isaiah Rashad. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that's all I've got for this week. I wanted to say happy Halloween to everyone. Uh, I want to go home and watch horror movies. I'm gonna try and beat the Juggalo traffic because I know that uh, they're they're down there tonight. Oh yeah, ICP that's right. Is doing <laughs> a show at the uh, was it uh, blah, 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 the Majestic? That's right. Yeah. 
So happy Halloween, everyone. In the spirit of Halloween taking us out of here, I'm going to hit us with a little bit of Outcast and Khalees with a little bit of Dracula's Wedding. And we will see you next week. We got At Casual on the podcast, baby. At Casual next week. Peace. Peace.